The Dad Presents, Episode 65. It all starts right now. Hello and welcome to The Dad Presents, Episode number 65. We are not letting this quarantine... Keep us away from you. This is B. I'm here with the quarantine J. Maddie. What's going on? And the heavily quarantined Miss Rose. Hello, hello. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this is what 2020 sounds like, is that we're all doing this podcast from our own separate abodes because we don't want to infect each other. We don't want any infections ourselves. We're being non-selfish. We don't think each other, or we don't think we're essential to each other. We're, not, we're non-essentials, so we're still going to bring the best parenting advice to you we can, um, but let's check in with each other to make sure, you know, what's going on? Are you coughing? Have you had anyone spit on you in a subway or anything? T- tell us what's going on, Jay Maddie. Well, I mean, you might not be essential, but you know who is essential who? is my lovely wife. Oh, God. Yes, and uh, be- before we get into before we get into to anything, I just I just want to to send out some love to our audience. Yes. Um, you know, they, they rescued the Facebook page. That was amazing. That was like a month ago. Still can't put advertisements up. So our, our, our podcast numbers are down a little bit. So people tell your friends cause we can't advertise. So tell your friends about the podcast. Tell them about the great show. Please. Anyway, that's, that's not what I want to talk about. My wife works in a hospital. She's a nurse mm-hmm. and, uh, the hospital, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to get grumpy and start bitching, but the hospitals are just completely unprepared for this. She goes in, they're handing out the nurses, those flimsy surgical masks. Um, for a while, they were telling them they were not allowed to bring in their own PPEs. And now everybody and their brother knows that you need one of those N95 masks. Mm-hmm. Um, they were completely disorganized and they're still just giving out those flimsy surgical masks. So I went on Facebook and I didn't ask for anything. I just mentioned what was going on and I said, Hey, if you know anywhere I can buy them because I've found nothing on the internet, I would like to buy some masks for my wife so that, you know, so that my kid's mom doesn't die. That's important. Um, yeah. And Mm -hmm. two days later, no less than four packages arrived on my doorstep. Whoa. That's amazing. Yeah. Three, three of these from complete strangers. I mean, fans of the show, but people I'd, I'd never met. I don't know. And I mean, it, it, it brought a tear to my eye. It really was amazing. It really touched me. And at a time when people were panicking and we're seeing a lot of nastiness out there, I thought that was fucking beautiful. Sure. And, uh, my heart goes out to you guys that, that you're, the, you know, everybody needs a mask right now. Mm-hmm. You're going to the grocery store. You should wear a mask. Most definitely. People, People with masks sacrificed, gave up a few of them for my wife. And it's amazing. Yeah. Thank you guys. We Thank have you so the much. Best. There are wonderful people out there. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. We have the best listeners. And you know what? Let's see how good you guys are. I need a Cadillac Escalade. 20 inch rims. <laughs> you know what? 20 inch rims to drive <laughs> through down. the coronavirus. Down, I need it, <laughs> listeners. So if you can get it, it can be black, silver. No. I don't like the reds or the loud colors. First but of all, yeah. you, you just bought two brand new cars. All right? Oh, that, God. Number one. Putting my number, business number two, in the street. Why do you got to take a, a beautiful moment and you got to capitalize make it all on it? Perverse like that. Why you got to do that? I'm capitalizing on it and I'm testing our fans <laughs> because we, we raised the bar on this show and we need to raise the bar with our listeners. Yeah, fine. You saved the website. That was a month ago. Matt said, What have you done for me lately, Janet Jackson? And then on top of it, you then deliver Matt's wife some wonderful mask that will hopefully save her life and everything else. That's beautiful. Next step. Beautiful people. Escalate me behind it. Doesn't have to be four wheel drive. I can get my own rims. Just, you know what? No, give me twenties. I'll stick with some twenties to 22, 22 inch rims. I'll get my own sound system in there. So put that on the Facebook post. There. Guys do, do nothing of the sorts. <laughs> and if, if you see one of those GoFundMes pop up on the yes, page immediately, report it to me. Report it. Report it. I need a Cadillac Escalade. <laughs> you don't need nothing to um, drive through this. Take, this. take your, take your daughter out of that mask. fancy private school and then you can, you can buy your own Escalade. It is not oh, wow. private school. 
Okay, uh-huh. Miss Rose, save us I'm, from this. And yes, and Miss Rose, you will okay, get the I'm first ride in my Cadillac Escalade. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I, I will say this. Um, I, I had to go to Target the other day to go get some essentials. And no one that works there is wearing masks. And it's not because they don't have access to them. I actually spoke with one of the employees, and they're not allowed to wear masks. Oh, wow. Um, Why? Which... Oh, well, I mean, I think that's a great question, but I've been to quite a few different supermarkets, you know, within the past three weeks and no one is wearing yep. a mask. And I realized that they're not allowed to wear masks while at the cash register. I mean, that's where you have the highest chances of contracting it. I mean, Unreal. dealing with people face to face, cash in close proximity. And they're not allowed to wear it. And they're not allowed to tell you that the store tells them they're not allowed to wear it. And that, to me, is uh, that's beyond anyone's conception. Mm-hmm. They don't care. These, these rich assholes don't care. And I'll tell you what they told my wife. They didn't want her bringing hers from home. Initially, they relaxed that policy, but they did not want her bringing hers from home because, because then people who did not have them would feel bad and also because it creates a panic they don't want people wearing them in the hallways at first they were only allowing people to wear them in That's a ridiculous. room with someone who had tested positive mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. if they're sh- they're shutting down the beaches they're shutting down the trails oh, because you can't because closed. you can't be 25 feet within someone but you're telling me in the hospital in a closed space where there's definitely sick people you don't yeah. need a mask walking down the hallways. And the grocery yeah. store. Sick people need groceries. And they're, believe me, yes. they're all in the grocery store. They're everywhere. And I think it's absolutely pathetic. And, you know, a lot of young people, like at least the Target that I went to yesterday, it was, I would say 98% of the employees were really young. Um, and from what I've read so far, I mean, there's so many contradictory, uh, contradictory statements about how the coronavirus actually affects people. But from what I understand, if you are young and healthy, you do have a better chance of bouncing back. But my thing is this, if I was one of those employees that worked at Target or any of these big conglomerate places and I got coronavirus, I would, my name, it would be, it would be Rose Target. Like mm-hmm. I, yeah. I would sue yeah. the pants off of them. I well, you're not the only the person logic behind like it. Well, yeah. I hope that, you know, that they get a taste of their own medicine because these people are on the front line. Yeah. Yeah. Lawyers, lawyers are going to have a nice little party in about a year. There's going to be a lot of lawsuits going oh, around. For sure. No doubt. Oh, for no sure. Doubt. Yeah. It just our, doesn't make sense why we're not taking better care of, you know, the people that are on the front line. Now, it, it's yeah. going to be extremely interesting to see what our lives look like after this, because I, I predict I already predicted a bunch of babies. That's that's easy. I think. Well, how long coming. do you think this will last? That's the I first put one question. of my wife last night. Well, good job oh, there, Maddie. Look at you. Wait, wait Actually, it. yesterday, yesterday, April Fool's Day, I woke up. I wake up late. I woke up to a text message from her with a, a picture of a positive pregnancy test, and she said, "So, what are we going to do about this?" I thought April Fool's was canceled Evil genius. with the coronavirus and all. I thought it was canceled. Not in my house. Yeah. Not when you have a seven-year-old and a ten-year-old. I mean, oh, yeah. when you have a seven-year-old and a ten-year-old locked in home and losing their mind slightly, it's uh, April Fool's Day all day. Do you have a backyard for that? Twenty-seven times a day. Yeah, but I made the brilliant decision of getting rid of our trampoline about two weeks before all this hit. So that would have been really handy right now. Mm. Yeah. But what are you gonna yeah. do? Yeah. The second prediction I make is that people, it, more and more people, are gonna work from home. That's because what's gonna be found out is. You could probably work from home. It's not a big deal. We can leave mm-hmm. that guy at home. We can leave that lady at home. That's going to be the second thing. And then uh, it's going to be interesting, the rest of the stuff. But those are my two how major predictions. How long will this last? What is, I mean, how long do you think it's it, point it will guessing. be locked up? It, knows? Nobody knows. Nobody yeah. knows. Uh, and we'll talk about it a little bit. They're saying now that it, it could be seasonal, where it could fade off in the summer and then come back in fall and all this other great stuff. But uh-huh. th- that's where we are. Yeah, let's not try to be sciencey on this show. But what what I wanted, because that never goes well for us. No. But what I we're not I, smart. <laughs> I wanted to make it fun. So I this you know I've been trying you know I've been putting lots of jokes on on the Facebook and all that stuff on the Facebook entertained. The on, Facebook. That, on the Facebook. That was intentional. That was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so I, I put this one out there a couple of days ago. I got some interesting answers. Um, I want to know from you guys, um, being cooped up in a, in in your home, 
all day, every day. It's getting on everybody's nerves, you know, especially when you have kids, as we all do. Mm-hmm. What's the meanest thing you've either said or had said to you by somebody in your house? Oh, wow. That's easy. So <laughs> <laughs> that's easy. So we're make taking advantage of the time. We've cleaned out our garage. We've painted my daughter's room. So in painting the da- daughter's room, we're in the closet and I'm trying to lift this shelf off of this it's this rack. As I'm lifting the shelf, there's a sound that sounds eerily similar to something rolling off the shelf about to hit me in the head, like something big. So I use my reflexes and move out of the way of it while holding the shelf so my wife doesn't get hit by the shelf. Hero. What a hero. She, I know. So she then responds to me very quickly. Don't freak out. Why are you freaking out? And I'm like, how? She's like, nothing's up there. I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to know that anything's up there? I heard something rolling toward my dome. And my, I, I protect my dome. So that's the thing. Is that, and so that was the meanest thing because it was kind of like she well, totally. Yeah, that's not really me. No, that was me because she's saying, take one in the head. Just hold the shelf. And I'm supposed to trust. Well, no, no, that's what it is. Acting, Take no, one in the head. Now you're, now you're being a woman. No, 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 no. Exactly we're put, we're putting extras say. on it here. No, no, no. <laughs> she, did not, she definitely did not say, take one in the head. No. She, she said, don't freak out. Yeah, she said, don't freak out. Nothing's up there. How do I know and, that nothing's up there? How do I know that? I think I think you might have been acting emotional no, to no. the situation. It's, all, it's instinctual. Freaking out a little bit. Instinctual. And your wife was being stoic. No. And calm you down. It was instincts, like an animal, like a prowling jaguar. Instincts. Yeah. Instincts. I have instincts I like can't. a jaguar, a I jungle can't. cat of some nature. I am very quick and adept at adapting to my surroundings. So I did what I had to do, and I got called out for it. That was me. You know, my, wa- my wife called me. She, she accused me of panicking before all this hit. I started getting supplies two weeks before all this hit. Yeah. And she said I was panicking, which I was not. I was preparing. And since then, she's been singing a different tune. But anyway, what what about you, Rose? I mean, I don't even feel like telling. I don't even feel like telling you guys at this order. point. <laughs> no, go ahead. I want to hear it. I mean, both of you. It was just like that. That's not mean. Okay, so um, my one of my girlfriends and I we lived together. She lives here, and um, she was like, once things started to get serious, she couldn't make up her mind on being in the house like she just was stir crazy and she kept leaving and wanting to spend the night out at her you know at her guy's house mm-hmm. okay um so basically i had to set the tone in a very firm way and this quarantine in general is really just teaching me how to enhance boundaries in every capacity and i have a bigger objective and that's obviously to protect my son and myself and Absolutely. so i had a uh, a strong word with, you know, I had a strong word with her and I told her that she needs to make a decision um, if she wants to spend time with the guy that she's seeing or she wants to stay here. You can't go back and forth flip-flopping. Either I'm your quarantine bae or not. <laughs> I'm not doing anything different and you have to be loyal. And, I don't um, think that's mean. I think that's totally fair. I mean, yeah. you're looking out for your kid. I think that's But that's then we smart. got in a fight after. Oh. We, got, we got in an argument. She didn't respond well to that. Because the thing about it that I noticed with this whole quarantine is so many people want to vouch for other people and how safe they are and how they're healthy. But really, at the end of the day, unless you're with them all the time, you don't know where they're going. You don't. You know, and you don't know what kind of precautions they're taking. And so for me, I don't give a damn. You know, I don't care what you say about how anybody's moving. I don't care if I can't see it. It, it it doesn't mean anything to me at this rate, especially when it has to do with, you know, making sure that my son is safe and I'm Absolutely. asthmatic. So yeah. um, it, it got pretty, it got pretty intense. So Rose, is she still there or is she with the boyfriend? <laughs> uh, neither. Wow. Neither. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's how that story ended. Whoa. Hey, you, you took a stand. You did the right thing. I don't think that's, I don't think that's one bit mean. We got a good friend who, um, thank who, you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we have I, we have a good friend who I like to exercise with, and she was taking me to these beach exercise classes, mm-hmm. and with it before they canceled all the beach stuff. And this woman down there, the the instructor, I took my kids to one day, and they did the class. And at the end of the class, she tried to high five my kid. Oh no! And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this person just have it does not hard. have. Well, she, that's just bad judgment. So sure. I was like, I'm, it is. I'm, I'm I'm done with that kind of stuff. 
Yeah. Um, all right. So can I tell you the mean things? I'm going to, no, I'm going to say the mean things I said. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Let's go oh, wow. This will be good. All right. Okay. I'm ready for it. So uh, today, when the bride went to the the hospital to save some lives, I said I, I sent her a text message actually, and I said, I said, dude, I said you could have put some coffee on before you left. <laughs> oh, what an asshole! <laughs> and, then, and then later in the day, I texted her and I said, hey, I said, hey, I spent the day cleaning the garage and I, I put a bed together in there in case you catch the vid while you're. <laughs> that is awful but it was it was pretty mean i was teasing on both ends yeah was, you gotta have g- humor at this point because there's so much 100%. yeah yeah jeez uh, yeah yeah well th- yeah we've that got, was mean we, we've got all the like we have the group messages from my family of the the memes going around where it's like 2019 and you see this guy sitting on the couch and it's like this is what a bum looks like and then 2020 same guy sitting on the couch <laughs> this is what a responsible adult <laughs> looks like yeah <laughs> Yep. I mean, that's, yeah. the thing that's the hardest thing, I think, for me and so many people, like a, a lot of my followers have been reaching out to me. It's boredom eating, you know, where we just yes. want to stuff our face. Sure. I mean, the quarantine snacks were gone in like three days. That's when we had to go back to the grocery store. Yeah. No, the drinking is like today, I think, is the first day I have not had a drink since this whole thing started. Here, here. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I haven't had a single drink. Yeah, I've been pitching yeah, mimosas. I don't drink, so yeah, but yeah, that can be yeah. Yeah, we had a we now, had marijuana. That. I've been touching that a little bit. There but. you go. Well, it's essential <laughs> in California. Well, those are that's <laughs> essential, right? It's open. Yeah, yep. we'll talk about that. Stores were open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, unreal. So, should we do the parenting questions? That would be a good time yeah. for parenting questions. All right, all right. So, uh, parenting questions. Now, both of these come out of Pennsylvania, my home state. Good Biased. People. Well. Uh, maybe I am. First one is from Jane in Pennsylvania. Hey, Jane. Now Jane says, what's up, Jane? Hi, Jane. I feel like a terrible mom. I hated school when I was in school, and the last thing I want to do is schoolwork with my kids. Mm-hmm. Also, they're constantly fighting, and I just can't deal with it. And she wants to know, I guess. She didn't really ask a question. as more of a statement, but yeah. I guess she wants to know how to deal She's with it. She's venting. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, I'll jump right in. Jane, this is what you got when you decided to become a parent. <laughs> for better or for worse that's not just for weddings and such it's when you have a baby and what happens now this is where the rubber meets the road am i throwing enough cliches out there but rubber meets the road um it's a tough time and you have to be there for these people that you claim on your taxes these are your people and so you can't be upset at doing schoolwork nobody wants to go back to the second grade and remember, you know, division or third grade or multiplication. Nobody wants to remember that or fractions or any of that shit. But you have to do it so they can have a shot at becoming, you know, upstanding citizens of this world. And them not getting along because they're star crazy in the house is a part of having two kids. And so when you signed up for that, you also signed up for this. The best thing you could do is bite the bullet uh, do what I do every day. We'll go do homework and I'll forget what I did the day before in terms of multiplying fractions. I go to Google. They remind me. I then am back in the game um, in terms of them fighting. Uh, I think we've had any number of different remedies for fighting. Uh, Maddie has two boys. I think he's better suited for, for that. But bite the bullet, Jane. You're, you're in there. You're, this is what you signed up for. You can't sign up to go to the army. And then when the war breaks out, leave. This is what you are. You're a parent. Go earn that medal, Jane. Get in there, G.I. Jane. I made that up. Go ahead, Matt. Well, well B, I, I like the tough love. Tough love. But uh, I, I like the tough love. And normally I'm a tough love guy, kind of guy, but a little unsympathetic for the times, don't you think? No. I mean, people people, people are people are hurting right now. They're cooped up. They're frustrated. Jane's just venting. I'm sure, I'm sure she'll make it through. But mm-hmm. she it sounds like she wants some tips. You didn't really give her any tips. You just said, put yourself up. By the bootstrap. Exactly. You, said. you sound like a Republican. And do what you got to do. <laughs> so, so listen. So listen, James. And not a Republican. I, I was, I was having the same issues, right? Um, well, actually, my wife was because she was doing all the schoolwork, and then she had to go to save lives at the hospital. I'm working from home, so now I'm working from home and doing the schoolwork. And day one, I just put an end to it. What I did, I gave him one warning about the fighting. I gave him a second warning about the fighting, and on the third one. I put them on their beds, they share a room, and I made them sit Indian style across from each other. And they had to stare into each other's eyes for a half hour without <laughs> saying a word. And, and I put a camera on them so I could check it. Nice. And that, that's what I made them do. And after that, I told them the next time it's going to be two hours. 
Mm. So they made it through wow. that, and that has seriously cut down the fighting. It's sparked back up a little bit, but you got to give them, you know, they're frustrated. These right, they're frustrated. There's going to be a little bit, so you got to give them a little bit of rope. Yes. But if it gets out of hand, put the foot down, gotta Jane. Make, you got to make the punishment worse than the stir craziness. Yeah, be creative. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, the, the other thing is, you know, make what, what we're trying to do is make the schoolwork fun. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't want to spend my time doing it. So what I've done is I've told my kids if they can get all their schoolwork done before three o'clock without asking me a single goddamn question, <laughs> I will add $5 to their allowance. Each okay. Day they do that. Mm-hmm. So they can earn $35 a week, $70 a week between the two of them. And if you ask me, that's money well spent. They get their homework done and they stay out of my hair. At the end of the day, I check it. Yeah. Um, so the first couple of days of my wife, she was fighting with them till six thirty-seven at night, which is longer than the damn school day. Mm. So now that they're incentivized with money and they can spend that on video games or Amazon or whatever, they're staying out of her hair. Yeah. And then the third thing I would advise is, uh, we've, we've given like bonus assignments, like breaking up the schoolwork, like dropping some of the boring school assignments and giving them more creative stuff. Like I, I, I asked them both to Invent a character, draw it out, and tell a story. And that would be your homework for this morning or whatever. So just mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Agreed. Rose, will you chime in? Um, well, I think that um, I agree with um, I, I agree with you, Jay Maddie, 100%. I think that Jane is venting. And I think it's hard for all of us in the house, for adults, especially kids, especially because they need physical activity. Um, I think that you're doing great in school. I hated school too, but you just kind of have to bite the bullet, like Dee said. And, you know, if you don't know something, look it up. I mean, luckily in this day and age, we still have, we have access to the internet and YouTube to watch math videos or whatever it is. And, um, I like the idea of the Indian style as a punishment (laughs) and looking into each other's eyes. I think that that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, they hated it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's brilliant and it increases intimacy, which is good. Um, but, you know, I just keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, if you drink, have a glass of wine, you know, I think that that's a great prescription. If you don't have a lot of glasses of water like me, um, just try to find some time for yourself, too. I know it sounds crazy, but once they go to sleep, if you can just take some time and like put on a meditation track or just do something that you like, because it sounds like you're doing a lot for your kids and you're overwhelmed by them. And maybe you just need, you know, even if it's 15 minutes to yourself, I think that that will help, you know, give you a little bit of a reset. All right. Yeah. I like it. Well-rounded like approach it. there. And Jane, I, right. I didn't mean to come out too hard, Jane, but you, well, now I'm going to, I'm going to give you question number two. And okay. before I read it, I'm going to ask B to, to be slightly less of a dick on the answer. This time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is Miranda from Pennsylvania. All right, Miranda. Miranda. I have big hopes All for right. you, Miranda. <laughs> Miranda <laughs> says I've got a five-year-old and a seven-year-old daughter. Okay. I want them to be safe and I want them to understand everything, but I don't want them to be paranoid and scared. Sure. How are you handling this with your kids? What I would say is be real. Um, the thing is, there's nothing wrong with being scared. And if you watch the news and heard the stories and been on Twitter and seen all everything that you've had to see the last, I don't know, month or whatever this has been, um, there's reasons to be scared. There are very, well, <laughs> there are very real reasons to be scared. You're yes. talking about health-wise, safety-wise, life and death-wise. And also, you know, there's a ton of people, 6.6 million people declare bank, uh, not bankruptcy, but for unemployment. Uh, just, I think. 10, get, 10 million. Was it 10, week, mil- was or, 10 million? This week and last week. Okay, there three, you go. Three and a half million last week, six and a half million this week. So Ten there's million. a lot of uncomfortable feelings and reasons to be scared. You know, your, your kids should know that being scared is okay. Um, but that's why mm-hmm. you're there. That's why mommy's there to be the blanket and to talk them through it. And after you talk to them, they still may be scared, which is totally natural and totally okay. Um, I think what you do as best as you can for a five and seven year old, explain to them, you know, without scaring them, Hey, this has happened before people have survived. Um, you know, Chris Cuomo from CNN has it. He's the anchor person. He did a show last night to basically show people, Hey, you can live with this. He's struggling through it. Very admirable thing he did last night, by the way, to be on TV with the virus. But 
I would say just be as honest as you can with them. And it's okay to be scared. It's okay for mommy to be scared. And you can tell them that. You can say, mommy's scared. You know, it's totally okay because you don't want them later in life to develop sort of this hardcore uh, belief system that, you know, only certain people, soft people will get scared of things. So, you know, be real. That's what I'd say. Rose? Um, um, I think that I, I love that approach to be with being honest. Um, it is scary, but I think that highlighting, um, it, making it almost, I don't even know how to word it, but I, I wouldn't necessarily put the fear in them. I, I would make them aware, but I wouldn't make them super scared because what I'm noticing on trend is um, really young kids are getting horrible anxiety, um, like debilitating anxiety. And for me, I don't think that's something that, you know, you, you don't want them to be so frightened that they're afraid of everything to when this is over, they're afraid of any human interaction and stuff. Sure. But definitely to let them know what's going on. I have a 19 month old. Um, so you know, I don't have to have these conversations, but there have been things that were heartbreaking to me. Like I, I, um, I go to one of, I go to a park and we work out, you know, in isolation, of course. And there was a little girl with her mom and they tried to run up to Nathan and play with him. And it was so sad because, you know, her mom grabbed her and I grabbed Nathan, you know, and just kept them apart. And the mother and I were talking from like a maybe 15 foot distance at the time. And it was just really sad um, because sad. the kids wanted to play and it, it, it really it broke my heart because mm -hmm. they don't understand it. And now I'm thinking to myself, well, what the hell am I teaching my, my son? He wants to play, which is what I would want him to do. And now, you know, he doesn't comprehend what's going on. So I think it's hard all the way around. And I think maybe just to, you know, let them know that it's okay with however they're feeling, whether they're scared, whether they're nervous, whether they're, you know, happy, they're home, whatever it is, just let them know that whatever they're feeling is okay. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that too. I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitely different rules with much younger kids cause they can only grasp so much, but you guys know me, you, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a, um, tell the truth guy. I'm just a, a tell the truth guy. That's what I do with my kids. And like B yeah. said, there's nothing wrong with being scared. Like fear is an instinct that has allowed, you know, humanity to survive tigers and lions and bears and, and all sorts of things. So it's, it's a, a protective instinct The the problem fear is not the problem. It, the problem is when you let the fear control you and give you anxiety. So right. fear is yeah. healthy and, and it goes along with the, the whole, Hashtag I was trying to get trending that never took off because <laughs> fuck everyone. Prepare, don't panic. Um, prepare your kids. Tell them, tell them the truth. They they need to know what a virus is. They need to know how a virus spreads. They need to understand all that so that they can take the proper precautions. Once you take the proper precautions, there's nothing to fear. You do you you understand the problem, you do what you can do to solve the problem, then it's out of your hands. So that's that's the way we're approaching it. We we sat down and had a science class about viruses. We went through the whole thing just like you would in school. They understand. They're being very responsible, washing their hands like crazy, but they're not laying around worrying about it at night. They're they're actually having a really good time. They're kind of they're kind of <laughs> digging coronavirus right now. But tell them the truth. Tell them the truth, and then also tell them you know take you know do the right things, and you're going to be fine. And most likely they will be. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I I think we gave all good answers there. We got three bells or something, three chimes coming in right now. Ding, ding, ding. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, are we ready for stories of the day? Stories, news that we, you know. We got any, we got any fun, positive stories or well, is it all sad coronavirus stuff? I think we'll return to the segment and what we'll call COVID dipshits. You know, who's the bigger dipshit? That's a, you know, right. just to put a fun spin on things. Like, I'm here for a dipshit conversation. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I think, you know, just to put a fun spin on things. All right. Oh. So there's a, and of course, in explaining the rules, I'm, I'm going to give you guys a couple of headlines and you guys can tell me who the biggest COVID dipshit is of the week. Okay. All right. Norwegian cruise lines allegedly told potential cruisers that the coronavirus cannot survive in warm weather so they could promote, <laughs> so they could promote island cruises. So 
Yeah. So, yeah. So, essentially, what they would do is they would tell someone, due to the coronavirus uh, outbreak, we've canceled all of our Asia cruises on the Norwegian spirit. This has caused a huge surge in demand for all our other itineraries. I just can't talk. Itineraries. I suggest we secure your reservation today to avoid you paying more tomorrow. So that's (laughs) that's candidate number one. Uh, Candidate number two, very plain and bluntly, a woman purposely coughed on $35,000 worth of food at a Pennsylvania grocery store. Okay. She was arrested, uh, charged with terrorist activities and whatnot. Terrorist? Did she have coronavirus? They tested her, and I don't believe they've gotten a result as of yet. I think they were going to test her, and we'll we'll wait on that. But I, I don't think that came back positive. Now, in the same vein, a gentleman in Thailand who did have the COVID-19 coronavirus was boarding a train, and on the way onto the train, he spit in someone's face, boarded the train, and then died. Oh, my God. Hold on, hold on. Yes. Tell me what happened one more time. Okay, the guy in Taiwan, and there's video showing this, sadly, um, is a guy by the name of Anan Shaho. He's in Thailand. He was about to board this train. As he was boarding the train, or right before, video shows him spitting in another man's face. Uh, Anan Shaho, who had the virus and spit in the guy's face, boarded the train, I think went to the bathroom and died right with moments later. So the yeah. authorities so are he now purposely spit on someone. He wasn't like vi- seizing. Very like, obviously the video shows oh, it. Wow. It's sad as hell. Um, okay. They cannot find the guy he spit on. They are obviously frantically trying to find him to see if he's been exposed. Um, mm-hmm. Just a sad state. And I thought this was going to be fun, but of those three, <laughs> Who would you say? They're all dipshit. <laughs> all of okay. them. Dipshit, COVID dipshit. Of the week. Dipshit, number two. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's, all it's, three of them. I think they're, they're all dipshits. Three. All dipshits. First of all, $35,000 worth of groceries. What does so that look all like? That food goes to okay. waste. Does yeah. that go to waste? Yes, it, it, yes, it does. They pulled it off the shelves immediately. Uh, okay. <sighs> yeah. Obvious asshole, but, but time out. You cannot charge that woman with terrorism sure you can that no you can't that's where that's when things start getting scary if coughing on food is terrorism look in the philippines today they've started executing people who break curfew Mm. executing the president is killing people who break curfew you cannot charge someone with terrorism for coughing on groceries yeah you can no no in times of emergencies like 9 11 like 2008 every single time without fail the government has used it to rob people of their rights and and they don't just they don't do it to protect you they do it because they're power hungry and then at the end of it they don't give you the, those rights back i mean the government's still spying on us they 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 got that right with the patriot act to protect us from terrorism they didn't stop after 9-11 they're still spying on you right yeah i mean you 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 can't you can't allow for that she's a bad person uh put her in jail maybe she needs society. to go in a loony bin yeah yeah, crazy. But you can't charge her with terrorism. That's yeah, ridiculous. she's it's it's some sort of, and I, I'll find the exact charge momentarily. I mean, I think it's terrible what she did. I hate that they had to waste all that food. Terrorism, I think, is extreme considering they let pedophiles out a year after they commit whatever heinous crime they commit. They're letting pedophiles out right now. Yep, right now. Yep, too much. Overcrowded. Yep. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they're decriminalizing theft, and meanwhile, you're not allowed to buy a gun. So, yay, California. Yeah. Meanwhile, I had a conversation with my girlfriend yesterday just to lighten up the mood. And she's like, oh, you know, I've been watching so many movies and I really feel like I could rob a bank. And besides, I'm wearing a mask and gloves. It's not like anyone would suspect anything. I look like a normal person. And we had a whole conversation about it. And she like told me this whole idea, like, you know, obviously she wouldn't do it, but she was just telling me this whole idea. And so I'm in Target yesterday and I have, you know, mask on. I have uh, glasses. I was wearing my glasses and I had gloves on. And I'm walking through the store, grabbing things. And I hear someone, hey, Rose. And I turn around and I'm like, oh, my God, how did you recognize me? And I thought to myself, well, I couldn't be her accomplice in the bank robbery because people recognize me. <laughs> and she was like, I'll always know you by your eyes and your body. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I I would recognize those curves from about a half mile away. You're not getting away with anything. Yeah. And, and I'm going to just go ahead and say no comment. 
<laughs> and I went, I like, I like the court to recognize I went 40 minutes into the show without saying anything suggestive. Thank you. I am still, go, I'm still running. I'm clapping. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, to, to clarify this lady, uh, two felony counts, terrorist threats, one felony count of threats to use a biological agent and one felony count of criminal mischief. I think $50,000 bill. People are yep. nuts. But, yeah. And there's a lot of driving, assholes doing asshole things. Yeah, out there yeah. And, and on the regular, this mm-hmm. guy was walking with a knife out when I was driving to the grocery store. He was like on the street walking. And he had like a knife out, holding a knife, and he looked like he had lost his mind. Um, but people are just people are nuts. Yeah, nuts. no, it's it's well, a weird know, time. Think about people in the streets, right? We got what? What do they think we have? Something like. 30 or 40,000 homeless people in Well, we in have over 65,000, 65, over 65,000 homeless. Jesus Christ. Yeah. We have I the mean, highest population. We're not going to have 65,000 at the end of this, I, I hate to say. Yeah, that, mean, that's a whole nother. Those, yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. I mean, geez. What are you going to do about that? What are you going to do, California? Uh, I mean, well, um, uh, there's things that are being passed around, like petitions to waive your rent or something like that for a month or two. Mm -hmm. But that's supposed to be set in place for cars, too. But I tried to do it for my car um, because my business has been affected as well. And I tried to do it for my car to see if I could push my payment back. And it said that I'm not eligible. And I'm like, oh, this is a crack of shit. (laughs) I'm not eligible. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Speaking of that in your game, who's the biggest asshole? I want to not vote for any of those three and just vote for the U.S. government and the media for the reaction to this. A twist. And this stupid fucking stimulus package that's just stealing our money and handing it out to to the elite. That's who I vote for. And then then the, the media. We're in the middle of a tragedy, and all they can do is bait each other with Trump talk. Yeah, yeah. Is that well, really what matters right now? Well, like, Trump is awesome. Trump is terrible. That's that's all I'm hearing from the media. Well, there is an, a, an election coming. And then, you know, and his performance is, um, is spotlighted. And I'm not going to say negative or positive things about him, but you guys know which way I lean on that. Um, but that's, I mean, he is part of the, the situation because he may, he is, you know, front and center. He has a news conference every day and each side picks it apart for positive and negative and, you know. That's how I, go. I just like I just like to turn on the news one time and get news instead of hearing someone's personal opinion of the job the president is doing, because that's not really what I think most Americans care about right now is is how awesome the president's speeches are. I think mm-hmm. they care about what are the what are the facts in the street? What is happening? Yeah. And then even, you know, like things when when he talks about a medication that might work, this and that, instead of just giving you the truth about it, they got they got to choose a side, mm-hmm. you know, like. Uh, uh, moving on. Yeah, let's let's move on. That's not what we do here. But no, it's frustrating. Yeah, no Trump talk. No Trump talk. Yeah, it's, it, I think a lot of it is frustrating for all of us, just not knowing, you know, what what the next month brings or anything. There's brings a lot of just, masturbation and Netflix, baby making. Sort of well, it's hard drinking. with kids and everything like that, and everybody running around. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Jay Maddie. So we we had a yep. t- wait. Can we talk about dating? Can we talk? Oh about, yes, Miss like, Rose. Single people. Who's, yeah. Who's Coronavirus dating. dating. I know you two are married, but I am I'm a single mom. Okay? All right, let's hear and, it. And and I'm not. Uh, well, it's it's pretty. My life is my dating life is pretty dry. But I, I'm really not talking to anyone right now. But I'm just saying. Most we hope of my not. girlfriends that are single. No, mm-hmm. I mean I would love to be dating right now. No, honestly, but all of my girlfriends that are dating, they're doing these like virtual dates, like they're doing FaceTime dinners, having coffee via FaceTime. Like, oh my god, that like, sounds horrible. They're all doing it. They're all doing it. Like I can't even tell you. I, you know how, you know how us, you know the ladies, we we like to talk about our dates after and like mm. break it down and talk about how much the guy was into us and all that stuff. Anyway, they're calling <laughs> me, telling me about these guys. And literally, like they're they're like really dating, but it's just virtual, and it's so crazy because I asked one of my girlfriends; she's on her seventh date now, virtually. Wow. She hasn't met the guy in person, and I said to her, "I said, at what point if it's so good and the guy is so amazing, and you feel like you know this could be, you know, your mate?" I said, "At what point do you break quarantine?" Mm-hmm. Well, mm, that's a good question, uh, and I think that you can only go with what your options are. Uh, you don't know this person, so there's you appreciate right. the safety. 
Um, it just goes to show that what I've said a million times, if I were a free man, which I'm not, um, I would not know what to do. Because if you were, think about it, if you're by yourself in the house, in an apartment, mm-hmm. in a house or whatever, you'd be nuts. I mean, there's some people who are basking in it. Somebody tweeted I mean, the other so day. So many people are by themselves right now. Yeah. If they didn't have social media. Yeah, I know a lot of people. would be, people, yeah. you know, shooting yeah. up the streets, in my opinion. I sure. think it's saving people's lives right now. But yeah, I, Social media is saving people right now. That's for sure. I'll, I'll be bashing social media. That's all a lot of people have right now. So no, that's true. Yeah. Thumbs up true. to social media. And some people mm-hmm. are saying, you know, I'm very, very happy I don't have kids now or whatever. I think I would go nuts. I would oh, go yeah. absolutely nuts. If I was by myself. Yeah, if I was completely yeah. by myself. I Everybody's think. doing a lot of complaining. People with the kids are complaining about I the kids. I would take a yeah. lover. Kids or, I'm sorry. <laughs> you take a lover. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, though. Virtual dating sounds <laughs> like literally the worst thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Like well, we've had, be, yeah, uh, I don't. I, it sounds I, awful. I mean, it's I mean but look at it like this. What if you're no in a payoff. long-term relationship? But it's like a long-distance relationship in a sense, Which is right? a terrible thing. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Have those never, never work. I have. I mean, it, yeah, it went long distance too. for a little bit. Never it's hard, but you know, if you want it to work, it works. Yeah. So you got to yeah. go to dinner, listen to her babble her nonsense for an hour and twenty minutes, <laughs> and then at the end of it, you don't even get to touch the boobies. That's but think of it as a deal. guy. Okay, but hold on. But think of it as a guy. Like yeah. no, but I okay, I know. Yeah, you are thinking about it as a guy. But listen, think think about it like this. Usually you have to pick the woman up, go take her out, take her to dinner, like all the stuff, the courting, which I think is wonderful. But yes, all of my girlfriends, these guys are not post mating them dinner. They're making their own dinner. Wow. And yeah. the guy's making their own dinner. I mean, I, I know I'm just like a princess. That's I'm like, a princess no. thing. You, so wait a minute. I, hold I, I on. Hold on one I second. Literally had wait, a, I know. Wait, wait, listen, wait. listen, you already know, B. If uh, I'm going on a virtual date with someone, they better have a dinner delivered to my house. So you're you if you did a virtual date, is now is uh-huh. this the ex- expectation if of some I of your send friends? A virtual dinner to your house, you yes. better virtually get my rocks off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's fair. So do your girlfriends expect that when they virtual date? They say this guy yeah. has to send me dinner. Well, I will say this: some of them are more so are more so like you know they they expect a lot more but yeah. virtually they're not they're not really expecting much i mean they're really their their standards went in my opinion you know a, a lot lower than what normally because everybody's so it's different it's changed i mean sure. you're not used to this kind of dating usually you meet the person but for me like they would have to do a whole lot just because it's virtual doesn't mean they you know the man should put in some work I again, I think it's probably a time I'd thing. I'd still be getting all dressed up and dolled up and the whole thing. Like I would go full out. I, I mean, I guess you anyway, would have. You, I don't any know. Any way you slice it, it's a sad. I mean, I might not sad. wear pants because really it is FaceTime. Well, now we're talking. Time. Now, if you're not wearing pants, then it justifies <laughs> me sending the dinner over. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. Now it. Okay, it's becoming clear. Okay. Rose, what are you doing it. tomorrow night, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> that you know hypothetically sure that have. that would be different <laughs> oh goodness i've been trying to get me to play um to play uno with with us um on zoom yeah no we we got to set that up we did a zoom i did a zoom happy hour a couple days ago with old people old friends and uh-huh. we need to do yeah that matter of fact we will set that up we will do uno okay. and we will play it hard school uno way. Deck that i've been talking about we, yeah. we've done about five or six of those zoom happy hours and i i don't know man i i think i can just wait to see everybody till the quarantine's over <laughs> I, go I mean they're awkward they're awkward you just i don't know no fun ours it's was just, fun this all sucks ours was fun it was the I best say this after this is all over i'm definitely going to be social distancing myself from some people, even after no but even oh, after the quarantine i i oh. definitely see relationship shifts I hope I'm, we're life. not on that list. No, you're not. You're very much close. We'll be playing Uno. Yeah. <laughs> in in the flesh. In the flesh. Yeah, right. even in the flesh. Even after this is over, I, we we live very close to each other. I could see her mm-hmm. just, just be social distancing. Get away. I'd be like, it's, it's been <laughs> over for I'll like. Yeah, his door. You know? <laughs> like, open up. I got the cards. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> well, you know, Rose, it's like it's like in the beginning of all this. I said you're going to learn a lot of things about a lot of people real fast, and I you think did. that's coming true. Like, I'm learning some yeah. things about about some friends. Sure. And, uh, some right. of those some of those are good things. 
some of them are awesome things like some uh some people who helped out with with my wife yeah and some of those are really yeah. disappointing things and yeah those those friends are they're they're uh i'm not gonna say i'm writing them off but they're they're down the list you know what i mean yeah well it's amazing to know i mean in times like this you really learn who can come through for you i mean especially in for me in my experience as a single mom like you know, I'm doing the best that I can. I'm trying to do handle everything myself and it is scary and all that stuff. And I've had people like send Amazon packages, like diapers, anything that I need, um, dropping off like rice stream, almond milk, all that stuff for Nathan to my door. Like there are some incredible people that, you know, they really go all out and, Mm -hmm. you know, they, they have your back and your front. And at the end of the day, when stuff like this is happening and say it gets progressively worse or better, I don't know. You want to know that you have fighters on your team that's right yeah that's important that's what community is for when i was in college communities are coming together right now yeah when i was in college i had somebody have my back in my front but that's a whole different story for another day (laughs) 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 so hey b it's been like uh 45 minutes here and we got we got some celebrities calling in that's right i get into that i agree maddie always keeping the party going keeping spirits up with everybody had some very pe- famous people call. Maddie, you want to tell tell them what went down? Well, you know, I, we're hearing from a lot of regular people, and I just I wanted to see what's up in celebrity land. So uh, let's uh, let's I uh, made some calls earlier. We recorded them. Let's let's play it out for you. We got a special <coughs> treat for you guys today. We got uh, we got some celebrities on the line to talk about coronavirus. First one we got a hold of here is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, former former governor. Hey, how are you? Very good, thank you. Thank you. We're we're good here. You holding up okay? I'm doing fine. I'm doing just fine. Very good. Uh, <laughs> so hey, one of the most effective ways to beat this disease is to stay strong and keep your immune system, you know, healthy. And I'm struggling because I go to 24-hour fitness and that's shut down. I go to yoga, that's shut down. What are you doing to stay in shape? And what advice would you give the people? I'm doing a lot of curls. I do a lot of curls, and I drink. I I drink a lot of supplements. Supplements. And uh, yeah, I do. I do the cigars. Cigars while I use the dumbbells. Really. Very effective. Yeah, at uh, at uh, containing the coronavirus. Cigars and and the dumbbells at the same time. I would think that's that, a bad combination. No. That is correct. No, it's the smoke. I have the smoke and the protein and the fibers. It. Hmm. Uh, it it kills the virus. Oh, that's that's very it kills the virus. That's very surprising. I've I've not heard that on the news from any scientists, but uh, maybe you're ahead of the curve. Maybe that's maybe that's what we got to put out there to the people. Cigars and curls. That is correct. I, I get my I get the information from some other places. I, I bet you have inside wow. tracks. Yeah, that makes sense. So I got to ask you, as the former governor of California. Are you happy with with what Gavin Newsom is doing at this time? Is there something like you, you as the governor, something you'd do? Gavin Newsom, I call him Gavin Nuisance. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you know he's doing the right thing. You know he's staying inside. Stay. stay inside. You get down. Get down. <laughs> stay inside. Get down. Get down. Yes, that's good advice. Stay inside. Get down. That's good advice. I like that. Was well, there anything else you want to say to the people? We got we got some other celebrities calling in. No, I'd better take care of themselves. And uh, uh, if things get really bad, grab somebody's hand. Don't grab anybody's hand. Grab somebody's hand. Don't grab somebody's hand? I'm, you're sending mixed messages there. All right. Don't Thank- grab anybody's hand. Wash your hands. Wash, your, wash hands. your hands. Do it, people. That's Arnold telling you to wash your hands. I, w- I would follow that advice. All right. Thank you very much, Arnold. Thanks for, thanks for taking our call. I really appreciate it. No problem. Stay safe. Okay, next we got we got through to prison, and we got Bill Cosby on the line, ladies and gentlemen. We've been talking about Bill Cosby a lot in the last year on this podcast, and now Dad presents. We finally give you Bill Cosby. So, Bill, you used to be, you know, America's sweetheart, America's dad, and with everything America's going through right now, you know, everybody fighting about Trump, and now coronavirus trying to kill everybody. We could really use a strong father figure. What would you like to say to the children of America? You see, what you got to do nowadays to stay safe is you can't be putting the pills in the people. You understand? You put the pills in the people, then you can't put your pee-pee in the pudding. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, it's uh, bad. You can't. I'm not sure I do. Can you? No pills in the people. No, no pills in the people. No pills in the people. You see, because that gets you a little bit of trouble. Ah. Well, I, I, what I've heard is this uh, this pill, this chloroquine. The, the president tells us that this this might help help with the disease. You're, are you are you going against the president and saying don't take the chloroquine if you're prescribed it? That is correct. You do not take that pill. It doesn't put anybody to sleep, so it doesn't <laughs> do any good to the people. Do you understand? They got to be able to sleep. When they went to sleep, then you can do the take, uh, put the corona on, put your own corona on the own virus. You know what I'm saying? If you know what I'm saying, I think, I think I do know what you're saying. Well, but, but Bill, I'm, I, I'm not sure. I want to pass that advice along to the audience, but um. You know, I wish you well, and well, no, I don't wish you well. You know, you're not you're not a very good person. But I want to ask you this: you know, a lot of um, prisoners right now are being released in California, New York, and some other places because they're worried about them contracting the coronavirus. Is there is there any hope you're going to be walking free amongst us anytime soon? Sadly, I'm going. Sadly, what I have to say, I'm going to be hunkered down for quite a while. I was, I hear in the cell, and I'm I don't have any of the viruses. You see, so but I've been staying in the in the cell with the with the, the cockroaches, and no, I won't be going outside any time or soon. Well, that's 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 probably that's probably best for you because the the governor wants us to hunker down, and that that's be honest, that's probably best for all the young ladies in America too. So, so uh, take care of yourself, Bill, and, and and thank you for taking this call. It's a pleasure. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Now you know if you're if you're like me, you're you're hunkered down at home. You're a little bored. You've been digging into the Netflix, maybe Ozark. That's great. Or maybe like the rest of America, you've been watching The Tiger King. Well, we got a we got an amazing amazing treat for you today. We're 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 still in the prison system, and uh, Bill just handed the phone to the Tiger King, Joe Exotic. Joe, have have so are you and Bill getting along in there? Are you guys, are you guys buddies? Things are going all right. Everything, everything seems to be going just fine. <laughs> that's good. That's good. So <laughs> everything, Bill's, Bill's kind of a character, but you know, that's okay. I'm used to characters in my life. Yeah. I've, I've had a couple guys around me, and this isn't that all that different. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a character. You sure are a character, too. You've, now, you've really taken America by storm. I mean, you're kind of, you're kind of the biggest celebrity in America right now, and I, I, I bet it sucks being in prison instead of out here. You know, you could be... You've been getting a lot of attention and a lot of tail, and speaking well, of it's all big, it's all part of the plan. It's all oh, it part is. of the plan. Yes, yeah. Was all, we worked this out a long time ago. It was just going to be the end of the movie. That's wow. how that's going to happen. Yeah, it's just going to be a part of the movie. And then as soon as I get famous, more famous than the movie, then uh, then you know they will release me from prison, and I'm gonna I'm gonna start a brand new zoo. I see, I see. But um, Joe, the, I mean, it, it wasn't a, a movie; it was a documentary, and it's 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 over. It's already over. It's already the end. Oh, it's it's a movie. <laughs> okay, all right. It's 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 a movie. It's a, it's not real. I gotcha. All right. You know when you were, when you were walking amongst us, you had uh, one of the most fascinating things about the show is is there's you know this this beautiful redneck man who happens to be gay keeps tigers and you had three husbands. So um. Who's keeping your 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 bed warm in, in prison? Well, yeah, you know, Mr. Cosby's not too too far down the way, so <laughs> every once in a while I've been I've been trying to I've been trying to slip some uh, something into his yellow pudding. Ah, that's smart. <laughs> Taking his move. <laughs> Nothing's happened quite yet, but you know, I'm gonna be here for a while and so is he. So, you know, I'll keep you abreast as to what's gonna happen. You keep us abreast, we'd like to know that. And that that'd be they'd be that'd be payback for all of America. So I, I wish you well on that one. Um, I, I'm aimed to please. Thank you. So, Joe, look, um, I don't know if you've been this, asked this question publicly, but I'm going to ask you. We, we want to know, did you plot to murder that woman? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That woman is a murderer. She killed her husband. She, she killed. killed her husband. I wrote a song about it. Maybe you heard it. I did hear it. Pretty good. <laughs> Nicely thank done. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm going to go on tour soon as I'm out of here. Well, I'm sure if you do, there would be a lot of people there, and uh, we wish you well with that. Stay safe, Joe. Thank you. Guys, we're, 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 those of you are, who are like me and your children of the 90s, I'm sure you remember the show Beavis and Butthead, and they, they were absolutely the darlings of America for a long time. Um, they were kind of uh, Joe Exotic before Joe Exotic, you know what I mean? 
So we got Beavis and Butthead on the line. So I want to ask you, Beavis. Now, when this thing first hit, <laughs> there was there was an immediate run on on toilet paper, which I don't understand. I mean, like if if this thing gets so bad that we're in like a Walking Dead type of situation, toilet paper is not going to matter. It's going to be it's going to be squat, drop, advance, and not die. So now that people have bought up all the toilet paper, how are you dealing with that shortage? <laughs> you need TP? TP for my bung more? I do need TP. <laughs> I do need TP. TP. <laughs> so did, did you hoard all the TP? Is that where it is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. It's all right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so hey, uh, I'm sure you're there with, with Butthead. You, you guys still live together, right? Uh, there no. <laughs> Butthead. But you, you don't live together. So t- what have you been doing with the last, you know, 20 years? Uh, what are you talking about? I'm talking about you were a famous celebrity in the 90s about 25 yeah. years ago. That was cool. That was cool. So what have you been doing since then? Uh, you know, uh, sitting around and stuff. Not really giving me a lot to work with here, butthead. We're 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 talking to about ten thousand people right now, and and they're wondering what's been going on. What does what sitting around and stuff mean? Uh, so, uh, watching TV. Hmm. Have you watched this that? Is... Have you watched that Joe Exotic? Uh, that guy sucks. He sucks. <laughs> He's stupid. What? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's not very exotic either. <laughs> yeah. You don't like him either, huh, Beavis? <laughs> <You know. laughs> he likes guys. <laughs> he does like guys. All right, guys. Well, um, hey, I mean, good catching up with you, and then and and stay safe. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> Very funny, Maddie. As always, you you delivered uh, at a time of need where people need laughs. Very funny. Uh, who was that? That was Jeff Capri. He was he was on the show. You, you remember way That's right. back when we called it uh, my Big Black Fantasy Podcast. He was one of our first guests. He's That's a comedian right. from Hermosa awesome. Beach, yes. and uh, he's a good dude. He gave me uh, he teaches uh, an acting workshop. As he told you about, I'm sorry, a comedy workshop that he mm-hmm. told you about. I That's took right. it a couple times. Good stuff. Um, so thanks a lot, Jeff. We really enjoyed that. Very thanks, well. Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. And Maddie, while you're at it, tell them what, how to reach us on our socials. I think we're ready to go. Sure, sure. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at the Dad Presents, and uh, keep the parenting questions coming to the Dad Presents on Messenger. And you know, I know we're all knee deep in COVID, but uh, if you got just some standard parenting questions, I, I would I would like to to get the subject off of COVID a little bit in the next episode. So just send us your, your, your normal parenting questions. If you have any, thanks for listening. And once again, everybody who, who reached out to help my wife, fucking beautiful people. And I love you. An understatement of the year. It couldn't be more beautiful. Uh, Miss Rose, what's going on? Tell them where they can reach you. Um, you can find me on Instagram and my handle is at Miss M I S S Rose Ayala A Y A L A, and I actually created a YouTube channel that I will be uploading um, all kinds of cooking recipes and workouts, which will be under Rose Alhanti Ayala. And um, yeah, that'll be coming together, so I'll be able to talk to awesome. more about it on the next episode. Very well, Fantastic. something to look forward to, and hopefully, good mm-hmm. news next time we meet. Until then, though, folks, take care of your kids, take care of yourself, take care of your family. We'll be back soon. 